When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, guys, what's going on? Welcome to the Full-Time Devils Podcast. I'm Adam McCola. He is Jay. We've got Andy Tate. And we've also got a Manchester United hero in the house, Mr. Brian McClare. One of a handful of players to score over 30 goals for the club in one season. A lot of people don't know that. And you were the first after George Best, was it? To score over 30 goals. Did you know that yourself? Yeah, I did because I was grilled uh, upon this uh, fact when I... Did the press conference when I signed for Manchester United in 1987. Uh, I thought the, the, the most important uh, fact was that Manchester United hadn't won the league since then. Uh, I did manage to score over 20 league goals that season, but again, we still did not win the league. I never did it again, uh, but I've got a couple of um, league medals uh, after that. So, yeah, that's the only fact I'm aware of. Because a couple more than some... Not more than a couple, aren't you? Yeah, well, I've got four. <laughs> <laughs> two couples. Yeah, just, uh, just got oh two yeah, couples four, of medals. Yeah, you know. Now, one thing I do want to talk to Brian McClare about. Now, Jay has done a video uh, with Chucky. Um, so Chucky's joining us for like 15 minutes of the podcast. So he has to got to shoot off soon. So we're going to get his thoughts on the podcast and a few things that are currently in the news now. Raheem Sterling, Joe Gomez is in the news at the moment. I know it's not Manchester United based, but we're going to get there. Um, now, Chucky was involved for you younger lot. Before Keane and Vieira, it was Chucky against Arsenal and all that. Um, but I kind of want to hear, like, because there's a lot of needle between Gomez and Sterling, apparently. But there was way more back in the day. Um, now, that great day at Old Trafford, <laughs> it was before my time, but I've heard... I wish it was before mine. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard a lot of stories, so... What was the day like before the game? Always the same thing. The, the, the great rivalry uh, it, it probably started the season before when George Graham's Arsenal came to Old Trafford, uh, had been unbeaten in the league, uh, and Manchester United uh, turned them over 2-0. I think uh, Norman Whiteside was was uh, the protagonist in that game in that I think he, he tackled a number of the Arsenal players round the neck. <laughs> <laughs> And that was that was quite low for Norman at the time, uh, and and there was a quite a friction that happened with that, and then there's a few things happened uh, between me and uh, Nigel Winterburn. And that game, so it was always a good game because they were like, I mean, uh, Fergie used to say if you finish above Liverpool, you win the league. Uh, but then Arsenal came along and they were also uh, very much part of that, so it became a focus those types of games, uh, and then the, the rivalry continued over a number of years because it. Yeah, it was a lot of the championships were shared right through uh, that time and the, and the time after I left uh, uh, between Arsenal and Manchester. In United. the dressing room before the match, were there, were there any instructions to not get involved, to get involved? They don't like it. Like you don't. That? Was, what don't, was it? Now the instruction would always be simple. The manager would always choose a player, uh, and most of the times he was right. Who he thought was the one that made the other team tick. I can't remember who particularly was in that in that game, but you can't legislate for things. 
there was a tackle on um, on Dennis Irwin that, that, that inflamed my inner rage, and I accidentally uh, kicked Nigel twice on the back. And then after, on purpose. well, accidentally, I just very quickly, accidentally kicked him twice. It happens. Like. <laughs> and uh, then before you know it, Michael Thomas has got me by the throat, and and Tony Adams is there, and Anders Limpar being really brave runs behind me and punches me in the side of the head, for which I ended up with two stitches. And Paul Lynch chased him round the, the pitch like it was in the playground. <laughs> Still the defences up at the time. He's got him pinned down right by the fences, and all the United fans are are being him like. Uh, to, to, to rip uh, Anders's throat out, you know. Uh, and But, uh, so there, there's no way that either manager could have predicted that was going to happen <laughs> because I didn't predict it before the game, you know. But it, it's the sort of thing that that happens. Uh, and, and it happened as part of the, the, the rival, as part of the, 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 the winning and the desire to win. Uh, me, like Roy Keane mentioned recently, it, it irritates me watching players curling in the tunnel before the game, curling the opposition. I don't mind them curling their own teammates, but curling the opposition and their best mates and all that kind of thing. No, you're not the best mates. He's your enemy. You, you know, he's trying to steal money out of your pocket. Get out there and, you know, you know and, that, and it's funny that a number of people that I talk to uh, who are huge United fans, they just want to watch players grafting. And part of that graft is sometimes falling out. And, and and they want to know they're human as well. So if you're going to fall out with people on the pitch and they irritate you so much, quite rightly, the first opportunity you get, give them a dig, even if that's in an England hotel. <laughs> so you like, you like what, even though it's from, obviously, the blue side, I, I think you like to see that kind of thing. I think it's like saying if you're really irritated about whatever happened there, and you're so annoyed about it, yeah, I would have, we'd all be doing things like that. Because the fans would have still been feeling it the next day as well, and it's kind of like, shows that he cares, and I, I kind of like, I, I love that stuff. There used to be that complaint about England before, there's too many clicks and this, that. <laughs> were, were there any Scottish players in that? In England? In, in that Arsenal side that you, you filled in? No. <laughs> no, there was a Scottish manager, two Scottish managers. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Just, uh, No, because I was just trying to see... Was, the thing was good. Do you know the great thing well? about it in the sense of, right, so Fergie used to sometimes turn around and say, games, particularly important games, he would go, he's glad he's playing today, he's glad he's playing today, he's glad he's playing today, and you'd look around and you think, oh, yeah, if it, whatever, you know, if you're in the trenches, you know, you beat your shoulder. And give both teams due credit on the day. They were all at uh, Nigel's shoulder or Michael Thomas's shoulder, and uh, we were all, uh, they were all at my shoulder, well, apart from two, um, David Seaman, uh, known as nickname is Spunky, I don't know why. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he uh, he couldn't be asked wandering down <laughs> from his goal line, so he just stood and watched. And all I know until track. recently, I've only found out that Clayton Blackmore couldn't be asked wandering from he's just outed himself that he wasn't actually involved in it, you know. So Did, was he was he in the changing room after like? There is a bit of that yeah. because I say there's a brilliant photograph of uh, that I've got. I'm not got many photographs of me, but I've got a photograph of me and the physio Jimmy McGregor stitching my ear up, you know, because I've got I come back on the pitch with two stitches. But you, you're talking about you know, the television and replays and um, and the, all this controversy around VAR. If VAR hadn't been involved in that, the game would have to get abandoned, you know, because it would have been. There would have to have been four or five centers off in, yeah, in either I, side. You imagine VAR trying to <laughs> pick the bones out of that. <laughs> but the referee at the time was was stood back and just let it all happen and let it all calm down and fizzle out. 
and then I thought I've never been sent off in my life at any level. How of did you get away without? I don't know. I was there just so much going on that you? Well, what, what, what happened? Very experienced referee. He takes a review of the whole situation, so you've got to be mindful of that. I've kicked somebody. He might not have seen Twice. that because it was so <laughs> fast. I think it's fastest my feet have ever moved. Um, Nigel said a bit of challenge on poorly timed challenge on Dennis. Somebody's punched me from behind. Michael Thomas has got me by the throat. And there's all sorts of other stuff going on. I'm, I'm just watching Michael Thomas and Tony Adams to make sure I don't get another dig set from the front this time. And it all calms down. And the ref, and I thought, that's me. I'm got to be sent off here. Can't get away with that. And the referee comes over, right, whatever. And he booked Nigel Winterburn. <laughs> <laughs> and that was really? it. And that was it. <laughs> That's crazy. Sweaty on man brawl and one person gets booked. We well, just he was, stood there I mean, like Nigel was kind of still on the ground somewhere, I think, underneath all that sort of stuff, you know. So can't really say Nigel. What did was the involved, boss say? You know? I think he was not irritated because we lost the game, didn't we? we? Lost the game one 0 and he was he was going mental about that. But the, I went in the next day, and uh, his assistant <laughs> he sent his office and went and shut the door and come in, and he's like, no, doesn't look very well. Didn't look. Very pleased most of the time, but Archie Knox is killing himself laughing. His assistant at the time, he's crying laughing, and he's going. He just said, "What possessed you? You know, because it's not. I'm not that type of person, really. You know, what possessed you?" So I don't know. I'm just no. He's he's crying like it was brilliant. He thought it was great, you know. Um, so I, I volunteered to get fined, so I got fined two weeks' wages for that. Does Dennis Owen look after you now? You know that as I'm saying, even now you would you would know that the number of players that you, you were with the, a lot of the times that was the case. If everything would you would you would be there uh, at their shoulder, you know. So I and I can understand why why and, it, and it's refreshing in a way to hear that that's that there's still some life in some football players. Do you, you, know? do you think that was something that was input to you by the manager or something that you all had as people? Yeah, but you get involved in the whole sometimes you get involved and it's great to be part of that what I, what I loved uh, listening the other day was that it sounded as if um, Old Trafford was really really lively it sounded really it was jumping sounded as if the atmosphere was, was really good this is before uh, this is before the um, the any goals were scored or any of that kind of thing and I thought that's, that sounded to me going back to to, to the 80s and, all mm. that, and the 90s when I was playing you know what was the kind of because you kind of played through that crossover between the old Division One, and and the Premier League, <laughs> shit and good, yeah, um, and the old Premier League, and like, do you look back now and think you lucky sods in terms of the players? And oh no, but no, I don't. I, nah, you mean it just changed in the sense? I mean, I, I, people say to me all the time that, uh, oh, I bet you wish you played playing now so you can buy yourself an orange Rolls Royce. <laughs> I mean that's because that's all like Rojo. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Rojo's got one. <laughs> so I, it's like for me, like it's all so social media and other things. You take part of, you don't take part of it. Uh, you wouldn't, you wouldn't wander up to many people. Wouldn't wander up to people in the street and call them the things that they call them on Twitter. Mm. Uh, so it's a kind of fascinating thing for me. But I'm glad I'm not involved in all that scenario. I mean, I get people taking pictures of me now and sending them to other people. When I'm, I stopped playing, yeah, arguably a long time ago, but. <laughs> Uh, and and so I don't wouldn't want to be involved in that sort of scenario. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have be so crass to one buy that car and and get it wrapped in orange. 
if that's what happened to it, you know. So, uh, and that's nice. all, and then all this stuff is great. And, the, and I say VAR, it, it distracts me and it irritates me. And I'm a fan watching playing and watching all sorts of football. Uh, it, so, as a player, I mean, I, I might be getting the red mist every game. So, maybe I would have got setting off one or two like times it, more than. With VAR and like, oh, mate. There's a lot of snide stuff. Yeah, so. nah, my time is my time. And as I say, that I dreamt, I used to daydream about being a professional footballer when I was walking to school. And uh, what happened to me, and this continues to happen to me, was was far beyond any of my, my dreams. I mean, like today, I'm getting getting invited on this uh, twelve no, o'clock. Is, this isn't great. Twelve trust o'clock me. podcast at five past twelve is one of the best things that's happened to me. Listen, Certainly yeah, I, listen, Brian. <laughs> I mean, shout to everyone today and me. I was I was told to be here for one. Yeah, so I, 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 I was actually early. I was this was all last 12? minute, right? Listen, this was all last minute. Because he's meant to be messaged. I thought it was one. <laughs> if if he was keen, I would have got here for 12. Oh, oh sorry, right, yeah, right, because he, <laughs> he wouldn't be here. That's <laughs> <laughs> you know, pass, you, might have, you might have passed him and gone out the door. Are there any players? He'd that? have been ignored as well. He'd have ignored you as he walked past you in the door. Are there any players you that, that you wish, wish you, you played with um, that, that played after you? Like even maybe in the current squad um, or has football changed so much that you just don't recognise no it? I know I love I mean I, I think that for me I'm delighted and, and love seeing how well McTominay's done having known a lot about the history of the kid uh, and how much he pre before anything that him and his family love Manchester United so to have gone through a lot of tough uh, um, growth problems uh, that he is now looking for me a, a real top football player. And you talk about that scrap. He looks like someone that would get involved in that and back. I his just, as well, yeah, I away. think that that's the yeah, that again. That, that it's in. I think it's you, you can't. You, you, if you want to, when you're coaching players and you're helping, you have all sorts of different attributes. It's the one thing you can never, you can't put, and it's inherent. You know, it's like your nose. It comes from somewhere. It's the size of your ears, you know, comes from somewhere. But inside that fight, you know, to want to be successful, and then exactly what you say, if it, if it, you want to have people with it who are going to be there by your shoulder when you need them, mm. I don't think I've seen Scott curling anybody in the tunnel. Mm. There's a bit of that in the United team, though, isn't there? In a minute, there's a few bastards yeah. in there. I like it. Yeah, you know well, a lot of them just piss me off because they're not very good at football. <laughs> but like, there's there's a lot of like Rojo, Bay. You don't want to fight with them. You don't. McTominay. I think I think what McTominay is showing is that grit and because you remember what my thoughts are. I didn't think he was that talented, but it's kind of like he's got this opportunity and he's determined not to let it go. Yeah. And that kind of spreads throughout the team, doesn't it? When you have that kind of yeah, so, I mean, you've got you got him and you got uh, coming in in recent games, and then uh, Brandon Williams, and he's the same. He, he wants he's he's fought his way to get the the chance of playing for Manchester United. And he's going to do everything he possibly can uh, to remain in the team and at that football club for a long period of time. It's great for a, for a kid from from East Manchester to have that chance, and it's all down to him because that's what he's wanted to do. That's been part of his dream. You might have to accept that uh, he's going to miss one or two games because he is, uh, we'll say, a wholehearted, uh, enthusiastic football player who might occasionally. Um, Get sent off. Yeah. 
Does that built, help when you're getting get sent, sent off, off in behind closed doors friendly for headbutting 30 year old Accrington Stanley captains? Is it? <laughs> well, I, guess, <laughs> I, I think you've just got to accept. I think you've just got to accept that you're maybe going to have a. In his career, hopefully, it'll be a long one. He looks if he's got enough about him to, to play for Manchester. I think United. there's there's a way you can be manage that though, because I think Aye. Gary never had that bit of spite about him where he might leave a little something in on you, but he didn't get sent off all the time. Unless no, I you mean you you would expect that with uh, experience uh, that that might get tempered a bit, but but you it, it might not. So uh, if you accept that, he may miss a few games. Uh, through suspension, I think he, he looks like he could be a right good, right good football player for Manchester United. Andy, any questions that you want, you want, to, or a question that you want to ask Chucky? Because obviously, like you have, I remember Brian McClare scoring in a game against Arsenal at Highbury, but that was like late back end of your career. I think, like you would have seen a lot of his career, yeah, from um, the stands maybe as well. Like, is there anything that you you stand out out? Did you the overhead kick against Liverpool, eighty nine New Year's Day? When yeah, well, it, was it split second you were gonna do it? Well, you just you just react to what you're doing. It's not really an overhead kick. It's like I used, but I used to practice things when I was younger and all that kind of thing. Not as much as there was a German player, uh, Fisher, who was brilliant at overhead kicks. Uh, but he actually used to take have a mattress on the training pitch and he would actually <laughs> use that to land on. Yeah. Uh, if if I'd have brought a mattress into. Uh, to the cliff or little to node from where we were playing. Uh, I think it would have been my last act as a Manchester United player. You know, you tried one the following so season, didn't you? Train there. Oh, you tried things. Things the, uh, you tried things you tried it the following games. season as well, yeah, but Cruz Gobbler saved it. I remember that. We lost 2-1 at Liverpool. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, every then again, I used to be look as if I was half athletic. Uh, 84 uh, 94 cup final I was going to win yeah. my bet that was oh, my that first that's everybody tells me that you'd see there was like there must have been 113,000 yeah, United oh, yeah. fans who had 3-0 Cantona 3-0 Cantona yeah. first goal scorer one of them. and 3-0 <laughs> and he scored the four so you I scored the four scored a goal in a cup for it. I dream scoring a goal in an FA Cup final <laughs> and I'm going through uh, the, the hall at Wembley getting berated by my own supporters <laughs> <laughs> Was that the night before final? Yeah, yeah Chelsea yeah, four. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Am I sort of three 0 lad, three 0 for school? Am I supposed to know that? Right, it, was <laughs> a, it was a great finish. Though. You just said I had four 0 Brian McClare. Yeah, that's goal. Hey, well, <laughs> but the thing is, a few a minute or so after that, Sparky was in the same situation, and really he should have rolled the ball across the goals, and it would have been five 0 but if you watch it closely, I did actually nearly miss as well. Well, they got the the, the two-yard screamer. Studs, eh? <laughs> <laughs> comes off my studs. It came off the side of the boot. It comes off my studs. <laughs> right, it was one of them. It was one of them at the time. I'm thinking, I'm glad that went in, you know, because it'll yeah. yeah. kill me. He'll take me back off. He'll take, he'll take you back off or something like that. The manager, get off. He'll use all the subs. Get off. <laughs> I remember a double. He scored a double at Hillsborough in '89. We went on a little, little mini run. Was going to go win the double '89. Remember that? Was this the goal we were talking about earlier? Hillsborough. Yeah, no. All right. Oh, no. I just remember he scored twice at Sheffield Wednesday. No, that was a twelve o'clock kickoff. We were still asleep. <laughs> we still David, Hurst, David Hurst scored a couple of goals. He would have been a great player. Mm. He would. He would. He, uh, was just, he didn't want to. I don't know if United. Or the equaliser. Yeah, '92, '93 Boxing Day. I was there. We're three 0 down, and Brian. 
scored what made it uh, scored soon. Cantona got the equaliser. I think that was right, wasn't it? Could be wrong, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need to. Uh, <laughs> you scored. I need yeah, to yeah, do homework on myself. Man, come on. I need to do homework on myself. See, that was it. I remember it. Every goal I scored. I remember it. Yeah, but no, no, but that that's headed too many. He scored 71 I've minutes, too many, yeah. 78 minutes, and Canada now made it on 86. I've too many footballs. Ah, that's <laughs> <laughs> or Arsenal defenders. <laughs> yeah, that might be it. Yeah, he might have Anders Lumpar's giving me a... Team 6-2 that season. Where does the blame? There's a claim you do know that, right, bro? Oh, I don't believe in that. Gives everybody else space. <laughs> just, everybody just else pays for that. Quickly, I, that annoys me as well. That. Quick, quickly on that. Ambulance chasing. The, uh, on the Arsenal thing, how did it end all that? Oh, they uh, went on for a few games. Aye, well, yeah, it'd been a, it'd been a, that was a combination of it. What happened was that we were Arsenal won the league and we had to go down there on a bank holiday weekend and and uh, do the guard of honour stuff and all that kind of thing. And uh, I thought it's got to finish this before somebody gets hurt, probably Nigel. (laughs) (laughs) So I went over. I I decided that I would go. I went. So I went over to the phone and says, "Listen." We need to call those quits now. That's it's, it's enough. We've had enough fun now. We just <laughs> let's just leave it now. <laughs> and uh, and that was it. We just we we came there. Uh, well, don't know what well, we came here anyway, but but that's that was that, a, was, that was the film. So that was you. That wasn't the manager saying you need no, to put stops to this now. You no, decided like just this is nah, just I thought we better. Yeah, we're better before that. somebody gets hurt. You know, I didn't. I didn't want to hurt anybody. I'm sure Easter that he didn't that. really want to hurt anybody either. It was. Easter Monday, uh, my dad went to that. Easter Monday, uh, ninety-one. My my boy was born that night, and I missed it. So that was it. Wasn't it a great day, really? But well, memorable one. I remember that. <laughs> was it? We won something in Rotterdam. Or was it a week later? Wasn't it? Ah, uh, somewhere like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Was a couple of weeks later. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, must be, must be good to have scored goals and <laughs> won, won trophies. Yeah, and won, won, won that many league titles. You can't remember how many you've won. Yeah. Uh, that 4-0 to you, yeah? <laughs> McClare 4, Gerard 0, does it? Well, I've got six all together, if you include Oh, yeah. Solid, solid League Cup, one. three FA Cup winners medals. Because you had a long career. At, I didn't realise how... Because you were at United career, so I've still got a career. <laughs> I don't know exactly what my career is, but I've still Wait, got one. Well, well, I've got an ex-career, that's better. Telling stories about my career, if I can remember <laughs> anything about it. <laughs> Why don't we, um, full-time Devils FC, get you up top... Um, We'll play What's Arsenal that? fan TV and we'll um Oh sorry, we'll get, we'll get yeah. sorry. we'll get a scrap going again just for old yeah, time's sake. Start right. <laughs> Still got it in ya. Just uh, finally shot before you go, I know you've got to shoot off. Just wanted to ask you about because obviously you talk about your career and you went into coaching at United. Was that something you always thought about as a player? Because you was a bit of a joker as a player, weren't you? It's still a, a joker of, now. Exactly. A lot of people um, said you didn't no, expect you to do that. No, because I didn't at the time I did, you could you'd only see like see being a manager and I thought you had to be a real mean Bastard, really, to be a manager. Well, I, didn't think I, had had a, I didn't. I don't know. No idea. I don't know. I didn't think I had a. I didn't think I had the character, had the characteristics for that. But I was encouraged, you know, to, to to have a little think about going doing badges and things like that. And another I thought about when it was that I wanted to be a professional football player. Another thing I could come up with that I thought was it's a, sort of attractive, mainly because of the holiday time as being a teacher, because and I loved. I love maths and sciences and things like that. So, what I ended up doing was I was having, well, I ended up teaching football, which was wasn't as good as playing. Nothing was better than playing, but it was uh, a close a close thing to be involved in, in that and in, in the educational side of football. 
What's it like for you now seeing some of the players you've worked with? Cause the likes I mentioned, that. Brandon Williams. Yeah, I love it. I love seeing all the players. Anytime that we, when I'm watching people watching football, that comes up in the ticker tape that a player has scored a goal that that you oh yeah, bro, he's still playing, and you know, occasionally you you bump into them like Fraser Campbell, and then he gives you a row because I'm asking him where he's playing now. <laughs> and he says thanks very much for keeping up with my career. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, Sometimes <laughs> been following you closely well, you know, yeah, because you're assistant too. manager at Blackburn when we won the treble, right? Yeah, yeah. For, no, I was first team coach. First team coach. Yeah, which is brilliant. It was good fun. Really, I enjoyed the whole time. Who was the manager then? Brian Kidd. Kidd, Brian Kidd. Yeah. Kidd. So did you coach at United and then go on to Blackburn? And then no, no, I went. I left. No, I stopped playing. Timeline. Stopped playing. Then uh, I went to Blackburn for a, a year, and then I had a, a, a nice little sojourn for eighteen months where I. Uh, finished my A license and um, made the three children three different meals every day. Because <laughs> I could. Because <laughs> I had the time. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> spend a bit of time with the family, and yeah. then was it then? And then I went, went back, back to United. Back and United then, United, yeah, so. I think that, that Fergie's got a great sense of humour. He, he took me. He, he destroyed me first of all by bringing me down from Scotland, and then he destroyed me again by bringing me back. <laughs> So for 25 years, he made me, uh, he, he, he tortured me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the other way around. From some of the stories you've told me yeah, about what you did to that poor man. Day, yeah. <laughs> but he, he's still doing it now because he keeps popping in my nightmares as well. You know? See, he has this, kind of, Fergie has this aura about him that, you know, he's, mm. he's like, you know, rules with an iron fist and all that. But like, did you just like, because I kind of see like a mischievous side there. Did you just like play tricks on yeah, him and wind him up? And oh, I was playing that. But he didn't He didn't have a problem with um, stirring his tea or his coffee with uh, and taking the spoon out and putting it on the back of your neck when you weren't watching, you know. So I like, I like doing that. Yeah, it was his favourite trick. He was brilliant at it. I don't know what you can do really about it. You know, when you turn around, it's the manager that's done it, you know. <laughs> well, he can do something, but you won't be there very much longer, you know. So... And he had always that look on his face. What are you going to do about it? No, I'm just now, you know. I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> love that, love that. Um, I, I want to keep, I'll keep going, but, but I, I know how will you fix Chucky's the time? Um, go, man. You need to go. Yeah. So thank you to Brian McClare. Remember, if you want to hear more from him, you can check out the video that he's done with Jay. I really enjoyed that chat. Glad that we got him in on the opening of the podcast while we could. Yeah. Um, people are probably thinking, why has he disappeared? Like, you had to... Yeah, he wasn't here for the podcast. Yeah, he's uh, meeting his lad, I think, for something to eat. Yeah, um, not going to fill in anyone on the way. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. He's gone looking for Nigel Winterburn. He's heard, <laughs> heard Winterburn's in sounds. He's going to go carry yeah. on that scrap. Um, before we move on with the podcast, we have got a little plug it. Yes. Um, if you listen to the podcast, you know that Harry's have sponsored us before. Um, they've been back in the channel. Um, now, Harry's um, are a sort of shaving company. And what they do is they send you. Um, like a shaving kit, a razor, sa shaving gel. Comes in a, a nice little box. And it's like, the, the thing with Harry's is, there's two lads, Jeff and Andy, ordinary guys, who were fed up with over, overpriced razors, so they started Harry's. Um, and they knew there was only one way, one way sorry, to ensure quality, so they bought their own factory. So they're able to keep costs down. So by taking less profit, Harry's offers great quality products for a fair price. Their amazing quality blades are almost half the price of the five Leading bland braids. So if you get you sign up, brand blades. Bland blades. I've you definitely said bland I braids. Did, I said bland braids. Then I, bland braids, mate. You won't think I, I was Who a journalist. Who wears bland braids? I was a journalist. Have for you had bad braids? 
You have had hair before, right? Right, listen, you've, like, you've just rocked up. I've had an hour and a half of Chucky taking the piss out of me, right? <laughs> I'm just <laughs> asking the questions people want to hear. Have I, do you know what, right? Funnily enough, I tried, right? I first learned I was going bald. Um, I tried to grow, like, dreads. And then, like, I remember being in the What, shower. dreads? Actual yeah, dreads? Like, dr- yeah. Came like, rolls. Yeah, came rolls, yeah. Sorry, like, Snoop Doggy Dog, like, Doggy Style, Sound yeah. Style and all that. And I remember <laughs> being, being in the shower, shower and, like, thinking, like, looking in the mirror and thinking, because it seemed like my head through my hair. What's going on here? Then my comb was like, what's going on here? Well, I was only 17. What the fuck's going on? 17? 17 when I started going bald, mate. So seriously. One of my uncles had a full head of grey hair at like 20. So like, That's what I mean. Like, I'm getting a two-pack vibe here. You know what I mean? You, 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 like Snoop Dogg, now you got a two-pack style. You know what I mean? It's just bald, isn't it? It's yeah, just it's bald, mate. So now... Can you get a little tash two-pack? I can't grow a tash, though. That's the thing. I've got the worst of both worlds. I've got no hair on my two-pack head. Two-pack and a goatee. You, like, you lot can grow. You've got a goatee. You've obviously got a Pointing at beard. me saying you lot is a bit racist, Jay. I would just let you know. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. You lot. <laughs> Do you know? You brown some, ones with the beards. Brush. Yeah, we're um, born with beards, to be fair. Anyone listening, I'm not racist towards Adam McCola. Some of my best friends are brown. <laughs> <laughs> at least two of my kids are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> uh, moving swiftly on anyway, Harry's. I was I was saying about bland. No, I've done it again. Brand blades. Brand blades. Yeah, the cheaper. So anyway, you can get a Harry's starter kit. I've got one and the, the I'm in. It's like a proper set. Something you could get for Christmas for someone. It'd make a gift set if you want to send it like that. A trial set for three ninety five. So you get your trial set delivered to you, including a razor handle, five blade cartridge, foaming shave gel, and a travel blade cover by going to harrys.com forward slash Devils. That's harrys.com forward slash devils. See that? that, See, I would get it to use it. But if you're like an 18-year-old, 17-year-old lad, or you're even a girl that's listening to this podcast, watching, because girls do watch us as well. Um, Christmas coming up. Free present there. There you go. I've been using it. I've been using it. I'm not on my head, on my chin. And it is smooth. Does the trick. Nice and smooth. Someone's got to keep the standards. He only here. grows a few airs, though. Few, all you lot here. I don't mean you lot. I mean you and Andy. With <laughs> I'm going to stop talking now before I, uh, I get, um, I get That was a good chat with ju- Brian McClare, ju- isn't it? Yeah, it was. Moving on swiftly. Thank you. Um, it's good stuff. I've done it. I've known Chucky for a little while, and I've worked with him, and we've done Q and A's together. And the thing with Chucky is, he just he doesn't have a filter. He tells you what it is. It's like I probably shouldn't say this, but I will anyway. Like. You don't get him on MUTV because he just wants to say, like, he's been asked and he just says, no, nah, it's not for me because he just says what he wants to say and what he thinks. He's dead honest um, and he's and he's a funny guy. And, like, I remember the back end of his career, but the only reason I remember that is because I was a kid that grew up re-watching videotapes and this, that and the yeah. other. Like, realistically, I shouldn't really remember him. But, like, a lot of people won't remembering especially like people that watch youtube and that and it's like it's got some stories man and especially when you think of like between was it rude van Nistelrooy and george best he was the only one yeah you're right more than 30 goals in a season that, that's it i'm one of my earliest memories before was, was it was before ronaldo as well didn't it oh yeah yeah, yeah. rude van Nistelrooy did it before Ronaldo. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, one of my earliest memories was was when united weren't doing that great chucky was like the main striker on it. Yeah. He, was, he was the one that was keeping us going um, uh, late 80s yeah, yeah. I watched and then obviously it many he, he dropped back eventually into midfield I remember him and Ince formed the partnership when we first won the won the title and let's not forget you know Brian Robson was on the bench <laughs> when Chucky was in midfield that's how you know I know Brian Robson was towards the end of his career but that's the sort of and the, the FA Cup run he scored against Sheffield United I should have said this Sheffield United away uh, Newcastle away got two there 
Oh, what? Sorry, it was Danny Wallace got two, but he got one at Newcastle. I've got to say this, right? Because I said this before to him. You know our second goal against Brighton. Mm. Like me and Tom were watching, and the first thing we said it was just like Chucky's goal against those uh, against Sheffield Wednesday, those bro. If you got a chance, right? Go and just Google it. Go and Twitter. You'll find it. How did that get taken so off McTominay? Scrap, by the way? I don't know. I had because it. my f- <laughs> surely it's if you have a shot and it's going in the goal on target, and someone hits it and it. Goal, then it's still yeah. your goal I because think it was Perez going in. This is more an own goal. Yeah, it? that's exactly like McTominay hit the ball. It was rolling in because it's like the, yeah, the defenders made a last ditch attempt. He hasn't changed the direction yeah, right. of the ball, you're so right. it was really like you say. I think Pereira's was that's more an of an OG, own goal because it, it was going one way. But I don't think Pereira's was, but it was more of an own goal than yeah, McTominay's. That's yeah. It was those two goals were just exquisite. Andreas Pereira got he grew into the game after that, but he he got so lucky with that. Oh, do you know what, man? Yeah. I know we shouldn't do this, you might have an opinion, but I just can't make my mind up about Pereira. He's very he's a talented boy. Man, honestly, he's a talented know. boy. He's got the ability, but like um, Steve said on his fan cam, he's got the decision-making of a cat. His decision-making is really poor, and I think that was something Anthony Martial was pulling him up about when he was gripping his face. <laughs> and that. that was good, that, isn't it? And he, I think he's saying to him, like, bruv, we might have won, but... You know what I mean? Have you you could have that, that guy that's done the commentary over it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's good, it's good, it's good. And it's true, it's like, come on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And I think even with Marcus Rashford, there's a thing where performances are great, but th- these chances are going to come to to haunt us if we don't start taking them. And I think we've all got to start getting ruthless, man. I, d- I, I agree. That what, comes with maturity, though. I, I agree what you're saying. And, you know, it's like if you could put Marcus's highlights reel together, from Brighton, you can make him look amazing, like the best player you've ever seen. And if you put the the, the real of the mistakes he made, mm. he'd look like someone who's just won a competition to play oh, Manchester yeah. United. Say, that miss he made. Yeah, I'm, and it, you know, Marshall would have said, "What the? F- how'd you fuck you?" I miss know, that? and it's it's you mad. need a bollocking sometimes. Yeah, and I think to be fair, I think Marcus knew because he. I don't think he need a bollocking. Yeah, he knew. He knew. <laughs> he, for was, that one. he was sort of on the floor punching the ground at one <laughs> point, and you could see he was like a man. I thought his head went. Yeah, he did. He did chase after everything, didn't he? I know what you mean, but I just. You know, we were saying it at the time. Martial, what I like about Martial, he's doing a lot of things that almost go unnoticed. If you're not watching him, you almost want you think, oh, he's had a quiet game. When he hasn't, he's almost pulling the strings. And I think him and, and Marcus and Daniel James, I thought was meant. Daniel James mentioned the influence of Martial. That, 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 that he said could that be made free. it easier for him and do you think? Do you think Martial? I know that people will hate the comparison, but I'm going to do it anyway because look where they are. Do you think he could be like a Firmino for us? I think he could be better than Firmino. Yeah. I know Firmino scores goals. Yeah. But I think in terms of... Because what Martial has is... Do you understand what I mean with that? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, links everything. Yeah. Up. What Martial has is the ability to come deep with his back to goal and take the ball into his path and then maybe turn. He has the ability to spin in behind defenders and go that way so you can slip the through ball into him. The ability to play one-touch football and knock it off. I think when you look at I'm not saying Firmino hasn't got that. He is very talented. But I just think when you're looking at a striker that has the pace to burn in behind you and score goals, look at his finishing ability. Has the skill to beat you when you're... Like, he's got it all in his locker, I think. And I agree with you. I thought he was... He wasn't my man of the match that day. But he could have been. He got two two assists. He linked everything up. Um, On another day, he gets a goal or two as well. And there's a few moments where we should have set him up for a goal. And it's like... I'm happy with that. Same with Marcia, uh, Marcus Rashford. What's he got? Nine goals? I think he's six, six in the league 
um, nah, I think yeah, he might have nine. Eight months. goals, three assists. Two in the League Cup, yeah, so about nine. One in the right. Europa, yeah, nine. Yeah, yeah. It's f- uh, yeah. Martial's got, I think he's got five goals in nine games. It, I mean, Seven of those starts. It's like his his form is is coming from, very that's good. A, that's a formidable front three. But do you think we need to add to it maybe one? I think more. depth. Yeah, yeah, especially in Danny wise. James. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't want to burn the kid out because you're going to have to rotate and rest. But if you remember, like, Danny James is taking Jesse Lingard's position in the team. Like, if you remember when Why we played well, we remember when we played well last season, it was Jesse, yeah, no, Marcus right. and yeah. Martial. Yeah, you're right. And now it's, Jesse's probably looking for Danny James has taken my place. Now, I think Danny James gives us a different option in terms of the natural width is there. Um, and probably when you, if you play Jesse as a number 10, well, Jesse hasn't deserved to play this season. And I think you look at, you look at Danny James and he's coming, not only the running, the willingness to do it, but he's he's now getting the quality in his passing as well, which I've started. I didn't, th- when I saw him in pre-season, I thought, you find a ball has to be a lot better yeah. than it is. And now, I think- over the game, Danny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It and it, his final ball's getting there as well. No, he's, he, he was a joy to watch against Brighton. He's a sort of play. Hey, my watch. dad said he's a breath of fresh, yeah. You know, just like attacking fast, Sort of counter-attacking football as well, and he had their fullback on toast, and it was just it was just good to watch. It reminded me of the old United. Do you know what I mean? I'm not getting carried away in the same. Yeah, gonna, say, travel, you could you know. see that last 20 minutes, 25 minutes. There's something there, but you need to add to this and change it. If mm. we're going, when, when, when we're going to play other teams, you, you're going to have to rotate it round. This plan B has to come, and this is where Solskjaer's going to have to start doing his own work. What did you what did you make of the the, the thing as well uh, the thing, what did you make of the hay and his distribution? Because everyone where I was stood was that was a, probably a, a big criticism. I didn't notice. I can't remember <laughs> focusing yeah. on it. So. No, I was too, no, I just I'm just curious I was, if that was something you picked up. I do on, think that because that was something that no one was ever, <laughs> no one was shouting at him or anything like that. It was quite supportive. In the midfield it was, was brilliant. On the, about on the front forwards, since was I'm not blaming this on Mourinho before everyone wants to kill me in the comments, but when Mourinho came in, he started. His distribution got different. Yeah. His distribution went from a forward-thinking one to just chipping it out to the sides. And if you notice, he always hits the ball like bends it. Yeah. He'll never like hit it over the top, or he needs a little bit more. Um, I remember Peter Schmeichel used to set up a counter attack straight away. And you think with Danny James in the team, that's it. We had Marshall, Marcus yeah. Rashford, and we're counter attacking. If he could pick the ball up and just launch it. Remember Schmeichel used to? Mate. He'd just grab the ball, run to the edge of the box, throw it, and you'd like have fucking Kanchowskis, Giggs, Lee Sharp, like just everyone just go in. Maybe and that's like, something that'll come into his game. Yeah. No, but you, you've got to, I think you've got to be coached that almost. And I think he has, I think what we're looking at a lot of players is they've been coached in a Van Al Mourinho kind of frame, which is safety first. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No criticism, well, you can take it as a criticism. You if can you play want, safety, but you've got to go on the front foot. But I think like now we've got a goalkeeper that is, we've got a manager that's looking right, head up. How are we getting there? Oh, we've got the play. You're right. Yeah. We've got the players for that as well. Do you know what I mean? We have Dan James, Marcus, and Martial. They can the rapid all three of them. Do you know what I mean? If you can't hit teams on the break, you know what I mean. If David de Gea gets the ball, and they're in our half. He can set up a counter attack. I mean that Sheffield United game. That, that's a really Difficult big game, game for us now. Because we've got a run of fixtures up till the derby. We've got Sheffield United, Villa and Spurs. And you've got to be looking to take a... Cause I fancy Seven, it. nine points? No, nine points. You're talking nine. Cause Tottenham Spurs? Are, 
I'd take so, a draw, actually. So, no, no, but Tottenham blow up and cold, don't they? You know what he did? We should, at home, we blo- at, at home, home, we should be beating yeah, Spurs. Like Sheffield say, United as well will miss Henderson. Yeah, that's what. But that's a, you got to, you're looking at taking nine points before you go into that derby at the Etihad. But right. you say, like my dad says, game at a time. We'll go to the Etihad and beat him. And I, think we can, I, think, I think we will. Oh, I, I know man. I think you're right. I think, no, um, no, I mate, I think that would sum it up, that. And honestly, let's, let's, let's face facts, yeah. I City haven't been the team they were last season. They're missing, they're missing company, man. We all need to accept Liverpool have won the league. No. Yeah. Not with tw- not, no, not with 26 Andy. games. No, Andy. 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 Mate, Andy. you were 10 points cleared Andy. at Christmas no. and he still Andy. bowled it. Mate, Andy. Just let it into your heart, man. Just let it. Just accept it. I'm not accepting it's gonna be easy. Shit. Yeah, that's why it's going to hurt you. Do you know what I mean? Just book your holiday. Book your holiday for me. They lose yeah. Salah. Firmino. <laughs> they, no, they get injuries. They They will struggle. They haven't. They've, they've, yeah, they've been very if, fortunate. They've got. They have no injuries, no suspensions. Let's see how how good they are when they come well, back they from. They uh, didn't have injuries last they season. They are very good. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not disputing the <laughs> European <laughs> champions. They are very good. Mate, I don't, I think Jurgen Klopp is the best coach in the world at the moment. Do you know yes. what? Sorry, but the better thing than is, Pep. They're very. Fu- um, I, I, see how we get I, on with And I apologise to everyone listening to this podcast to to, to say that. Why well, was not you know because we shouldn't. We're not here to talk about them. Video Wankers. though, I remember when Phil you signed me and you were talking about Klopp. Saying his shit. No, no. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry. What are you on about? Get boys in, he's much better. <laughs> Stand but, by uh, it. Yeah, mate, we were, we were talking about it the other day at the game. Like, we, we were all guilty of that one. Um, but yeah, we just got to lump it, mate. Got to like it. <laughs> Not like it, sorry, but just lump it. Just oh, face it. Ain't over till it's over. It's over. Do you know what? Anyone but the Scousers, yeah, I get that. But even City winning three on the three winning three City in a row. Leicester. If Leicester, I tell you what, right? Leicester. If Leicester win a league, Jamie Vardy will be having I'm a party. Down to King Power, I'm gonna be joining in with a celebration. Jamie Vardy's like party. We've won something. I don't. Stop City I and Liverpool be. winning a league. I'm just moving off that Liverpool because Liverpool have won the league, and yeah, I, I think it's a message all Man United yeah. fans to just accept it. Um, Andy, you mentioned Sheffield United there. Someone that came from Sheffield United, um, Harry Maguire. Um, I thought his performance against Brighton. Um, was very good and I think him wearing the captain's armband is something we might get used to good well, I think he's turning the right direction I do remember it uh, away at parties and he got turned inside out first half I wasn't impressed with that when he got sat down yeah. I think that can happen right if you're I a defender it's like if you're a boxer there's going to be a clip of you out there getting punched in the face like whether you like it or not, do you know what I mean? Like, there's going to be, a, even if you're the best boxer well, in the like world. Like I said, I said in the summer, when he, if he transfers, to, when he was, the rumours were going on, he's a potential captain. Maybe not now, but for the future, but he's got it now. If he, like I say, if, he's, if he uh, carries on with it, there's no need to... Because there was little bits like he was... And over back, back to Ashley he Young. He was in Brandon it? Williams' ear, he was... Yeah, he was, he's, I think he's had a bit of unfair criticism, Harry Maguire. And even I've been a little bit unfair him because I think people forget, yes, Leicester might be riding high in the league and all that, but it's a completely different story going from Leicester, coming to Manchester United with that price tag as well, the expectation that was with it and having to adapt. And I think people expect him not just to be good defensively, but to be storming out of defence with the ball and pinging 80-yard passes because he's this £80 million defender. And I think we have to temper our expectations a little bit. And It's been a, a process, but I've been... I'm, I've been I think he's yeah. been good. Yeah, he has. He's, he's, I, I think he's, he's been in. Imp- I think people are looking at Smalling's form in Italy as well, and getting is <sighs> getting all this hindsight stuff, and it's like, bro, Smalling was awful. What, what, what did you think? Did Smalling need a bit more time? Fair play to Smalling. I hope he has a great time out in Italy. Yeah, yeah. He's really doing well. Um, 
despite the fact Palmer beat him at the weekend. But knowledge. Um, yeah, he's doing well, but he, he doesn't need to come back. Do you know what I mean? It's no. like Lukaku scores a goal in Inter Milan, and all of a sudden people, no, <laughs> Mourinho might you're go like, to might go to somewhere reason. and win a few games, but no, he deserved to get. It's like stop changing history. I know. It's like if if Phil Jones leaves and got as a blinder somewhere, why'd you get rid of him? Yeah, it's like, it's like Johnny Evans at last though. No, no, that, <laughs> that should never have happened. I do agree he was bad at the time, but that should never yeah, have happened. Fishing, you know Smalling should have went first. Jones should have went first. Mate, people forget, man. We let PK go. Do you know what I mean? Now PK, well, we kept PK choice. had to go. He PK, was. PK, it was either let PK go or let Evans go. Yeah. And we always felt PK would go back to Barcelona, yeah. so it was like, all right. Evans had that season at Sunderland as well, didn't he? Where he played all, I think mm. all through the season and done really well. PK had been in the United team. And at the time, we had like Rio, Vidic, Small and Jones, and Evans and PK. It was like. PK pundit. Hey, don't. Hey, how about that's, that? That's trademark, that one. That's coming up. Yeah. We're going to do one of them. Um, what is it, <laughs> the weeks? Uh, VAR? Yeah. You don't have can to I, say yes. No, can no, I, I'm going can to... I, am I allowed to be political in this podcast? Go on then. Come on, Adam. You're the, you're the man. Not why I'm calling you Adam. Come on, Maka. You're the man. It depends. If you're anti-Tory, yes. Well, I'm anti-Nigel Farage. Is my wallet. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah that's Because if right. he's... After all his pledges... I know this will bore a lot of people, but I do take a sort of passing interest in it. After all his things about this Brexit deal's the worst deal ever, we're going to fight the Tories. He said he's not going to stand any of the Brexit party in any seats that the Tories won. Last year. That's because... Sorry, in 2017. Tories are the Brexit party exactly. light. And also... There's not even any... He needs Brexit for all his hedge fund mates and all, all them people. So. Bruv, if you if you vote for someone like... Look, if you don't want to vote for, for Labour or Corbyn or whoever or whatever, that's fine. That's your prerogative, isn't it? That's cool. But if you vote for Boris Johnson or Nigel Farage, you are a prick. Like, if you can't <laughs> see the absolute scam that they are pulling off in front of the world right now you're a prick if you vote for them you deserve everything you get it's right it's, it's fully true I'm fully clipping this up mate we've I'm gone political I don't know what's I happened said, I said can I got political and you were like last time I went political I got sacked <laughs> I don't do politics fucking hell do you know what I hate though right I hate this they're all the same they're not all the same. They they're are the same. No, mate, they're, they're not. not. Some people have been consistent since 1980s yeah, with the same opinions and the they're same things. I think repping the some same cause. Terrorist sympathisers. No, 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 right. Listen, <laughs> the sun. Regardless, the red party. All, all I would say is you should vote. I'm not voting for either of them. But that's what I mean. You should vote. You should go out there and vote. We've just had Armistice Day, right? That's what we fought for, democracy. But I think now... Go and, vi- go and vote, if, I would if, say. Even yeah. if you go in there and write bollocks on your ballot, just go in there and vote, spoil your ballot. But I mean, vote. Boris is a prick as well, so... Well, the, go and the, write, a, write that next Boris is a prick. Yeah. yeah. On your ballot He's paper. the biggest prick in the world. Oh, man. I'm so Working class people politics. that support these Etonians makes me sick. Makes me fucking sick. All of yours. So he's um, my wallet of the week anyway. Oh, mate, you, I, t- I just shouldn't have let you go there. <laughs> You were like the voice of reason a minute ago and then you just picked up the baton and took it further. No, it's because it's like, imagine reading the sun and believing that shit as well. It's like, bruv, get a grip, man. One thing, the Scouts has got a bang on. Don't buy the sun. Mm. Um, And if you notice, in in Liverpool, the Tories never get voted in. 
Don't, did it? And the dog by the sun. Yeah. Wonder why that is, Mr. Murdoch. Anyway, um, Wally of the Week for me is. Go on, Andy. Who's your Wally of the Week? Is it VAR? Yeah. Yeah, the guy in the control room who thinks he knows everything. It's the game is being killed. Aren't we? we just the don't shit need referees it. run the PGMO. L. Shit ref. Who's the shittest referee you've ever seen? Go on. Name three. I bet you one of them is the head referee at PGMOL. <laughs> George Courtney. Uh, Uriah Rennie. Oh, Uriah Rennie was terrible. Uh, me, I don't care. Atkinson's still up there for me. <laughs> Atkinson cost us the league. Mike Riley. You can fuck off. He cost us the league. the chief. No. PGMOL. Can I ask a question? Of course you can. can like, this VAR thing, it's in his first season. I know all the other European leagues and it's standard, it's compulsory. Could the English Premier League Quash him, throw it out. It's just a question I'm asking. What VAR? Yeah, out of this league. Could we? Throw I think it out to do English it halfway through a season would be. No, I mean, end of the season then. I think the English, whoever it is, the English FA referees. I don't know who makes these decisions. I'd assume it's the referees, right? They are fiddling with it where it don't need to be fiddled. We saw it at the World Cup. I hate. I hate the whole aspect of changing football from how it is at grassroots to oh, go, go on like, technology no, like, I'm all for that yeah but I can understand that because it's that's black accurate. and white that's black and white that. but VAR you can't get that on a Sunday league game so for me you should never have it anyway because it changes the game but some people say there's too much money in the game we need it alright fair enough when I saw it at the World Cup I thought it's not that bad and now the way we're using it it's like it's medical football it's what like, it what, is. Is, what is going we on? It's like you're trying to find every goal. It's like, where's the reason we can disallow this? Yeah. Rather than, is there anything obvious that we missed? The Sheffield United one on Saturday. Uh, you're on about the, the first equaliser. Yeah, 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 the first equaliser. That, wa- that wasn't offside. Mil- a millimetre, because you've got a big top. Is that what it is? Is that what it's come down to now? Was it Was it the previous Spurs game? El- Del- Alley and balls it. Yeah, oh no, it's okay. Give him an equaliser. So it's inconsistency week in, week out. The same, the same decision you'll pull. Then the following week you'll let it go. So all these, you do you want to believe a guy who's in the, who's in the control room, like say in the middle of Britain watching it? It's not, it's not good. Like I say, uh, McTominay on, on three and a half minutes on Sunday for our goal. The time it's taking is, is it's too a joke long. for that goal as well, which was pretty. I think the only thing that was possible was did Maguire handball it? Because it was clear McTominay wasn't offside. And then they take that long? And it was like the referees waiting. Chef, the Brighton players started putting the ball back by the goal. I saw oh, that. I was thinking, what? They were like, trying huh? The goal's not no, yeah. 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 like, it was, I was getting, It was getting annoying because people think he's going to disallow it. And it's like against Liverpool, remember? I, didn't, I told you, I didn't celebrate that goal. Yeah. And it's like... No, the atmosphere is killed now. This they, is the thing, and it, you know what it is. He, can he but I don't mind it? if decisions are right. Yeah, I think they can. But no, they but won't. we don't need this. They now. can, but they won't. Yeah, but if they've gone too far now. Can it be? Can it? Can How it be can you tell me the they've done testing periods for years, but they're still testing? How can you tell ref? I oh, don't go look at the screen ever. Why don't the ref go and look at the screen? Wouldn't it be quicker if that if that referee on the the weekend, the guy goes. There might be something in that McTominay goal. Go and have a look. He runs over to the screen. Exactly. It's there. What's that? 30, 45 seconds? Quicker than what it took. 
rather than there has to be at least a minute. This cat, mm. two, three minutes, four minutes. It, it's it's not it's not acceptable in any game. I I say this: a team's gonna walk off. Seriously, a team will walk off because of a decision. It could be a relegation battle. Could be top four. Imagine the tap. No, imagine the Etihad. Imagine the Etihad return can't. leg. You lose three 0 You know what I mean? City Liverpool under the season. You imagine that. Walk off. I'm not having it. Can't do no, that though, can you? Where's Joe Lyon? Then he's just like. I did love Pep though, losing his mind. That is. Brilliant. If I didn't Passion. hate. Passion. If I didn't hate Liverpool so much. I know. I would. That that was hilarious. They have rattled the whole from Raheem Sterling going into England duty, still angry and being like, <laughs> "You're sweet, you, you're the big like, man now, Joe Gomez." I mean, that's, that's passion. That's, that's what United need. We'll get it. We'll get it. Back. I think we've got some of that. We've got it. I think when you look around, like you look at Brandon Williams at fullback, yes. you got a little bit of fight there. Big time. You know, Harry Maguire at centre half, Can have it. a lot of bit of fight there. Axel, if he comes, I think he's got that bit of grit. Um, Aaron Wambasaka, he doesn't look like a guy that's going to scream and Take shout no and all shit. that. But he's not scared of a tackle. Rojo as well. McTominay. Rojo should be our captain, by the way. But McTominay in the centre of the midfield, same. Keeps your levels high. You know, Fred, maybe not. But okay, fine. I think Pogba, he's not, he's not Pogba soft, will though, throw, his, throw his weight around when yeah, he needs man. to. He's like Do you remember, who was it, Mark Noble? He just looked at him like, what are you doing, you little man? That was so And um, like Rashford, don't stop running. So there's that Danny James. He's not a hard man, but he's gonna run your legs off. Do you know what I mean? And it's like we have got desire. Martial oh. is a bad man, you know. Martial, mate. Martial. Have you seen that clip against Swansea? What's he going to He just stares at the guy, and the guy's just like. That's what I mean. He don't need to throw his fist about. <laughs> and then there was Kieran Trippier, where uh, Kieran Trippier come up to him and he just gave him one big shove and just looked at him like, what "The fuck, bro? Can I ever mess with <laughs> me ever again?" Martial. He's scary. You even know what it is? Even when he scores, he looks scary at times. Like, I know people like that. It's like, <laughs> there are people, when you play football, you can have a little bit of, and they'll take it and give it back. Yeah. And then there's some you just don't mess with because yeah. they'll take everything like, all right, I'm taking that personally now. Like, this ain't no game. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> And he is that guy that just went, fuck you. you know, I'll knock you out. I love it. <laughs> love it. We have got a few bastards in our team now. This is what we've missed, man. We've not had that. Like, but just give Marcus Rojo the captaincy, please. Marcus Rojo and Brandon Williams next to each other. Captain and vice captain. <sighs> Mate, you would not want to be a right winger against mm. United. You wouldn't want to be Boris or Farage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. Right. Um, so, what is it a week? So, VAR. Yeah. And who was yours? Oh, mine was Farage, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Mine was. Sorry to get all political. Um, mine was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, son. I'll keep mine football related or sport related. Um, I don't know, you know. What's happened? Come on, you? you're into all your sports. There's no one who's sticking out for Is anything happening in boxing or. I'll tell you who there you go. are the biggest fools in Manchester. Oh. No, nah, not in Manchester, in the world. <laughs> all these boxing journalists, yeah, that spent their time covering KSI and Logan. Yeah. I don't mind if you covered it. I would have covered it too if I was still in that business because you know you get paid to be there you be there you cover it but for the people that covered that and didn't cover one of the biggest fights of the year in Inoue against Denaire which was two days before which was at like three o'clock in the afternoon UK time so yeah. you can tune in baddest fight two like the boxing hall of famer and a future boxing hall of Famer. you're thinking bro you've not never watched that fight it's like the world cup finals on 
at the same time and you watch hashtag <laughs> it's like what is going on do you know what I mean now fair play to Logan and KSI go and get your paper boys but if you're supposed to be a real boxing journalist and you covered that and you didn't cover Inoue and Denaire look in the mirror and slap yourself three times right now three times because you missed possibly the fight of the year and hats yeah. off to the Sauerland brothers and the WBSS because the World Boxing Super Series has been amazing when you look at uh, Josh Taylor was it Josh Taylor that won it the Scottish yeah 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 Taylor Pogress. Yeah. Great fight. Fight of the year, possibly. Inoue Denaire, possibly fight of the year. Uh, Usyk winning the other one. There's some top, top competition. So, yeah, they did well with that. But that's just, yeah, nothing. Uh, boxing. There you go. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Imagine watching Logan Paul KSI over Inoue against Denaire. You that don't even know who Inoue is. That's the thing. I don't and do boxing. No, that's the disgrace. Mm -hmm. but you know who KSI and Logan are. And you should know Inoue should be a household name. But he's not. So there you we have it. Sort that out. I'm not um, down with it. Sorry. Hey, he's one, a household one, one, one name. Podcast, on podcast at a time. Make sure you're getting on harrys.com slash devils. Well done. Um, what's the deal with that? Free it, trial. Free, it's, let me just look on this piece of paper. Um, you get your trial set for 3 95 There you go. C's and C's apply. Check it out. There's a link in the description. Plug <laughs> oh, yeah. And if you don't shave, <laughs> um, then get it anyway and uh, wrap it up for someone and give it as a present. Um, Full time devils are doing uh, Christmas mugs as well. Oh, yeah, send them. Many freebies knocking about. Pick. We'll get some, right? We'll yeah, get some yeah. on the next podcast. You can all have a look. Should we give some away? Yeah, good shout, right? Let the people know. Yeah, we'll give some First away. Light for Christmas. Rate this. What is it? What do you have to do to get one? Okay. Go on to iTunes. Yeah. And review, five-star review, if you want to. Five-star review the video, the, the podcast. Um, and yeah, um, tell us why you love it. And then we'll send the thing out to one of you. Yeah. We'll mention sure you your, your name, name on the next yeah. podcast. Make sure you put your name as well. As the winner. Yeah. So um, you'll have to listen to the next podcast to find out if you won. Yeah. Um, we're not going to just contact you out of the blue. Um, so yeah, if you want to win one of those mugs, um, you can do that. Um, if not, thanks for listening to us, Mugs. Um, it's been absolutely wonderful. It's been on fire with links today, you. Mm, yes. hey, Sheffield United, Aaron Maguire. Brian McClare right got me informed today. Today. It's been a good one today. Right, mm. right then. See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network.